Hello, this is Fran Oseo-Asari of Beijing the African Culinary Network, and we're very pleased today to have the opportunity to have a conversation with Antibola Shodiende from Nigeria, who's going to be talking to us about Nigerian cuisine. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. In fact, I'm grabbing her while she's cooking her agushi stew right now, and she may be jumping up and down, but we, we'll deal with that. We're so happy uh, she's here with us. Please, could you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them something about who you are, where you're from in Nigeria, how you got interested in food as a profession, and your background? I'm a 76-year-old woman. Um, my name is Bola Shudengde. I've been married for 53 years now, have two children, a girl and a boy. They're no longer girls and boys now, but uh, the boy <laughs> is a professor at the State University, and the, the girl is a nutritionist in Atlanta. Um, I'm a grandmother of three and a great-grandmother of one. Mm. In actual fact, I'm a grandmother of five, <laughs> not three now, uh, when I add the two together. <laughs> they keep, they keep growing. That's great. <laughs> That's growing. great. Yes. And, and where were you born? I was born in Nigeria. What part? Um, in Lagos. Oh, okay. was born in Lagos. I had all my elementary education in Lagos, uh, Catholic school. I got married in 1953. Uh, after my marriage, I applied for a scholarship when I read it in the papers that the government was giving out scholarship for catering. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, I was a teacher, mm -hmm. a trained teacher, uh, and I taught for five years before getting married and get and, and then going in for this uh, training. So, excuse me, but what were you teaching? What grade and, and what subjects? Were you a general teacher for uh, like um, pre-secondary uh, pre school? Mm -hmm. And then I was, I was teaching the highest grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was teaching the highest grade. Although I started by teaching in Montessori. Mm, really? Yes. Okay. And then um, this was all in the Roman Catholic school. Okay, fine. But after I got married, a year or two after my marriage, I decided to take this scholarship. Was I was offered the scholarship and I went to London, mm -hmm. where I went to study for catering. Mm -hmm. um, I attended Northern the University of Northern, uh, of the North, mm -hmm. that's what they call it now. Mm -hmm. But in my time, in 1955, when I went, it was then called Northern Polytechnic. Mm -hmm. okay. I did my three years in hotel management, in hotel and institutional management mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At, um, at the Northern Polytechnic then now University of the North. Mm -hmm. And then um, later on, I did dietetics as applied to cooking. Mm -hmm. 
Was this also in London? This was also in London. Mm -hmm. I was in London for six years. Mm -hmm. my, my husband met me in London mm -hmm. and then we had our professor in London, my little boy in London. <laughs> oh, fine, fine, very good. So, so then you came back to Nigeria in what year? I came back in Nigeria in 1961, mm -hmm. November 1961, and then I was immediately hooked up by the government mm -hmm. because they were very much in dire need of qualified caterers mm -hmm. for various institutions, mm -hmm. including all the hotels. Mm -hmm. So um, I was um, posted to the psychiatric hospital mm. where a lot where people need a lot of caring for mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was uh, I, I, I was very grateful to God that I, I, that was the, my first posting mm -hmm. because I learned a lot from mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. I learned a lot from there mm -hmm. um, in between the University of Lagos was um, came up, mm -hmm. was introduced. The university was actually began. Actually began mm -hmm. in 1962. Mm -hmm. And then the University of Lagos was looking for qualified people mm -hmm. to take care of all the departments. Mm -hmm. And then there and then I was transferred mm -hmm. from the psychiatric hospital to the University of Lagos, mm -hmm. and there I, will, I, I, be, I became the assistant catering officer. Mm -hmm. I was the immediate assistant to the topmost gentleman. We have, uh, women have uh, some redresses as far as putting them as heads of departments mm -hmm. in, Ni in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. No matter how qualified you are, if the man who, who is next to you is, is less qualified than you are, it's the man they put forward. <laughs> it happens even here now in, in 2006. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, so, so in your re what kind of responsibilities did you have at the university for the catering? Was it providing meals for the students, the cafeterias? How did that work? It's providing meals for the students and the cafeteria as well as being responsible for um, for special parties, mm -hmm. special functions and mm -hmm. occasions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the vice chancellor, for the pro vice chancellor. You know, you really it's an all round. <laughs> It's an all-round work oh. where you really just have to make yourself, your presence felt, mm -hmm. and your work uh, recognized. Right, right. Okay. We had about 3,000 students hmm. that we catered for, mm. and uh, behind, uh, I, I had about eight uh, supervisors working. Okay. Yes. Okay. I got it. Okay, that's very interesting. So you stayed at the university for a number of years? Yes, I was at the university, working at the university 
from 1962 to, make, to, to 1973. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, to 1975, okay. so it's, it's a long time. Right, okay, so after that? After that, I retired mm -hmm. and started on my own. Uh, doing? I opened a hotel. Okay, okay. A private hotel. Okay. Um, with just a three-room accommodation. Mm -hmm. I I want to make it a home away from home. Okay. okay. Not just a hotel okay. where crowding come in and go out. Okay. And I was very selective. In who you allowed? Whom I allowed to, to, to really take an okay. accommodation. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine. Now, I believe you said you at some point were also on television. Was that while you were at the university, or was that, that was while I was at the university? Um, I, I, I'm a member. I mean, I'm a member of so many uh, catering organizations in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, am, among this is um, Nigerian Hotel and Catering Association of, Ni um, of Nigeria. Um, uh, domestic uh, uh, well, it's a long time. They used to call domestic science, yes. Science, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh. Domestic Science Association of Nigeria um, and so many, many organizations mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with catering. Mm -hmm. I was a very active member and on on, uh, on, on this point, um, I was chosen to to represent the hotel and catering and institutional management mm -hmm. on the television when um, a request was made mm -hmm. for someone mm -hmm. who could actually give the service mm -hmm. to the public right, right. voluntarily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. There and then I came in, mm -hmm. and I, I had my um, my program mm -hmm. once a week. What was it called? It's it's called family caring. Family caring. Okay, so it covered a variety of it things: food as well as home, family life, and um, less of caring of family life but more of cooking. Excuse me. Okay, sure. Let's see. Maybe we could shift gears a little bit. Um, oh, I did have one question about cooking shows. Are there, are there cooking shows on Nigerian television today that are popular mm -hmm. that you know of? No, not, not, not that I know of uh, strictly. Uh, the cookery show that is on the television is an advert by uh, Maggie Q. Yeah, that's interesting because people often write to my website from Nigeria saying they want to get the recipe book for the Maggie cooking show. And yes. I, that, there is a program apparently. Yeah, that, that. Yes, that's a, that, that's a competition a cookery show. Okay. But uh, uh, there is, whilst the, the show, uh, uh, the cooking is going on, there is no explanation of how they're doing how, it. What you're doing, mm -hmm. how you are doing it, uh, why you are doing it, okay. wh what type of people it is meant for, and so on. Mm -hmm. But they do all the cooking quite all right uh, and make the presentation. Mm -hmm. The taste and the presentation now 
keeps them. Okay. Well, that surprises me. I would think because in Ghana they have a show called Ashanka Delight, which is also sponsored by I think it's Royco cubes, which are like Maggie cubes, and so they heavily rely on those in the cooking that they do. They often are using those kind of cubes. Yes. Not always, but um, but when there are three or four or five people yes, no, making they, a competition, a comp right competition, it, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. Not the same. Okay. Um, let me move on to another question. I um. Well, I mean, obviously, Nigeria is a large country with a very diverse population. It is. It is. It's, in fact, it's the most densely populated mm. country, country in Sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. I think, what is the population? 125 million? 125 million. Right, that's what I thought. So I understand that this next question is kind of an awkward question, but for those, say, our North American listeners who don't know anything about West African or Nigerian mm -hmm. cooking, could you just tell us about some of the classic sort of signature dishes of Nigeria. Um, those could be main dishes, they could be starchy accompaniments or one pots or they could be snacks, they could be just so that people have a feeling mm -hmm. of some of the ingredients and types mm -hmm. of foods that, um, that you think represent Nigerian cooking. Uh, our mode of eating is quite different to that of the Europeans. Mm -hmm. We, uh, Niger Nigerians a, a typical Nigerian does not have the soup the courses. and then the courses, you know, three courses or four courses or eight courses. No. Yeah. You go straight to the to your main meal mm -hmm. and then you have, if you like, some fruits, mm -hmm. fresh fruits after that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or you may do without the fresh fruits. Right, right. right. Okay. But so Nigeria being so vastly populated, con uh, containing to so many diversity of languages and uh, customs and mm -hmm. traditions and so on, mm -hmm. because the tradition also affects the cooking mm -hmm. and the eating habits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We have one staple food, mm -hmm. that is the rice, mm -hmm. we have the yam, mm -hmm. we have the cocoa yam, mm -hmm. we have the, um, the corn, mm -hmm. you know, you can, which you can make into various dishes. Right. Right. We have the beans, various types of beans, mm -hmm. the black eyed bean, the pearl beans, the white beans, mm -hmm. the guinea, uh, uh, the guinea uh, beans. Mm -hmm. You have various types of beans mm -hmm. that you can cook into various dishes. Mm -hmm. um, and the same thing with yam. Mm -hmm. You have different types of yam. You have the water yam. Mm -hmm. You have the um, the, the, uh, the, the, the the normal seasoned yam. Mm -hmm. You have the um, ifuru as they call it, mm -hmm. you know, that is the yam that you cook after cooking it for a very short period, it starts breaking up. Mm -hmm. And then, there are, with, with all these diversities and the various types of crops mm -hmm. and season of the year, mm -hmm. um, we, people eat mainly these 
what I had just mentioned. How, uh, excuse me, what? what about cassava? Cassava. Cassava, what I'm saying, it's a very important, okay. cassava is a very important meal. And, and millet, what about sorghum or millet? Or things millet like that? is a very important meal okay. too. Okay, so they, and that is also included in it that. It is included, I cannot just mention no, I, no, I understand, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, I just know in Ghana. Actually, cassava comes first, because they make cassava into yam. Into yam, uh, into uh, cassava, into gari. Gari, okay. In Ghana, that's a hugely yes, popular gari. dish too. Okay. Gari. Okay. So, so what would you eat with? Uh, what would your like the typical kinds of uh, accompaniments for the uh, the yams or the rice or? Um, with the yam, you could have fried egg. Mm -hmm. You could have um, stew, mm -hmm. chicken stew, um, turkey stew. You can have all varieties of steel. Mm -hmm. um, with yam, uh, I mean boiled yam, mm -hmm. this is what I'm referring to now. Mm -hmm. um, you could have just ordinary palm oil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just I mean, the oil. oil. You heat it or you just palm pour oil. it out? You just pour it out. Mm -hmm. It's very nutritious because palm oil is a, a good source of vitamin A. And then carotene and all and that. And carotene, yes, 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 that's it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is for the low income group right, right. who cannot afford the eggs, uh, uh, the corn beef, and the sardine and everything. Right, right. Yes. Right. Okay, okay, sure. So, okay, so excuse what about. Um, and then you can make it into yam pottage. Okay, and how do you do that? The yam pottage? Um, you peel the yam, mm -hmm. wash. Wash the yam, mm -hmm. peel the yam, put it into cubes, mm -hmm. and boil it with very little water. Mm -hmm. When it is getting almost cooked, mm -hmm. um, add ground ingredients. The ground ingredients contain um, onion, a little bit of onion, fresh tomatoes, pepper, um, fresh tomatoes, pepper, yes, oil, and then you put some, you can either use groundnut oil mm -hmm. or you can use the palm oil, mm -hmm. either of the two, mm -hmm. to add to it, and then along with it you can add shrimps. Mm -hmm. Fresh or dried or? Dried shrimps, mm -hmm. smoked shrimps, mm -hmm. and smoked Fish. Now, would those be pounded or would no, those it be whole? No, just whole. Okay. Just whole. Oh, you're making me hungry. <laughs> you should be in the room with me. We can still smell her stew. It's like, oh, it smells so good. Um, in fact, why don't you tell them what Agusi stew is? Agusi um, stew. Stew. Oh, um, soup or stew, stew whichever. Yes. It's Agusi. I call it Agusi vegetable soup. Mm -hmm. Because there is, there, you, you, you need the vegetable to prop it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this, the basic foundation is the ground ingredients which I had just mentioned mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. You grind the onion, the tomatoes, and the and the pepper. You you pulverize. It's pulverized. Now, do you do you like cook it a little bit first and then grind it, or do you grind it while grind it's raw, like on a grinding stone, raw. or you in pulverize a it? Mm -hmm. You right. pulverize right. it. Yes, right. pulverize it whilst it's in the raw stage. Mm -hmm. 
and then add it, put it in the, uh, add oil, mm -hmm. a little bit of oil, either palm oil, mm -hmm. or coconut oil, or, or groundnut oil, mm -hmm. add about, all depending on the quantity mm -hmm. that you're cooking. Mm -hmm. um, add it to, uh, put it on the, in the pot, let it simmer a little bit, then add the, um, the ground ingredients to the simmering oil, mm -hmm. let it boil for about 10 minutes, add smoked prawns mm -hmm. and what we call smoked herrings. The small that is shawa. Oh, you call them shawa. Shawa. Okay. Shawa. Mm -hmm. these, are, these are bigger ones. Okay. Okay. They're smoked. Okay. These are bigger ones, they're smooth. And you can use the small ones too, mm -hmm. if you peel it up, peel the, uh, the back up. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, all depending on how affluent you are, mm -hmm. you could add any other type of protein, mm -hmm. like chicken, like turkey, mm -hmm. like beef mm -hmm. to eat, mm -hmm. and then um, like snails. Mm -hmm. Add any, uh, any other mm -hmm. ingredients that you think. Allow this to simmer mm -hmm. to the cooking point. Then get your vegetable, either the colored Collins, uh -huh. or the spinach. Mm -hmm. well, what would you use in Nigeria? Do you ever use leaves from like, um, uh, what is it, coconut yam leaves or uh, Yes, there are some areas. Leaves or there are some areas in Nigeria leaves. who use Kukuyam, mm -hmm. uh, kukuyam leaves in cooking, mm -hmm. but not every part of okay. Nigeria. Okay. There are some who use cassava foliage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The young cassava right, foliage. Right, right. They use it as well. Okay. But not in every part okay. of Nigeria. But colliers would be more common, do you think? The colliers would be more uh, common. The colliers is, is more common. What about spinach? Spinach is very common. Mm -hmm. um, and greens, they we have greens. Mm -hmm. From from the from the farm. Okay, just okay. All grains, you know. Right, right, right. Okay. That's the that's the English name for it. Yes, yes. But we call it tete. Tete. Okay. Tete. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the local name. Tete. Okay. okay. So which language is that? Tete. That's Yoruba. In Yoruba. Okay. Fine. Tete. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. So um, so you're adding. We mix all this together and then then allow it. To simmer, mm -hmm. then sprinkle ground agusi. Okay. And can you tell people what agusi is from? Agusi is um, is a seed. A melon seed. A right? melon seed. That's yes. sort of like a pumpkin seed, but it's not exactly it a pumpkin seed. Exactly. Uh -huh. Exactly. It has a, it's a real nice nutty flavor. It has a beautiful flavor, and um, it's very sumptuous. Uh, and then it's very nutritious, nutritious yes. as well. Yes. And it, it thickens the stew. Now, do you toast yours before you, uh, or do you use them raw when you pulverize them? Some people toast it. Mm -hmm. It all depends on your taste. Right. Some people don't do not toast. Right. But the generality of people do not toast. Right, right. I think that's true in Ghana yes. as well. And in fact, in Ghana they call it egushi. Egu oh, egushi. Okay. I, or agushi or egushi. But it's the same thing as egushi. I, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes. I'm pretty Sure. Okay. What? Um, uh, maybe you could mention moi moi as uh, you know. I happen to like that a lot. So maybe you can tell people what that is. 
my mind said this uh made from beans uh if you get your bean just about uh, a pound of beans black eye bean allow it to soak a little bit in the water and remove the skin mm -hmm. by rubbing it by rubbing by rubbing it but with a pulverizer you can put it in the pulverizer and let it shake just for about a few seconds yeah that will loosen, loosen the um, I always have skin. trouble with that. I always have trouble. Just, you know, I, you're not a blender. You just kind of blend and, and, and exactly. it it. I still have trouble with that, but I know people say it's easy to do. I, I use my hands, <laughs> but it's much slower. Okay, and then once you have them... Uh, After you've been... And then you wash it, you blend it mm -hmm. to a very smooth paste, mm -hmm. then mix, start mixing it up with... Um, add white pepper and thyme mm -hmm. add warm oil they are not oil mm -hmm. to it add a bit of um ground ingredients mm. without fresh tomatoes and uh, even tomatoes make it fall apart right that's it okay. What about tomato paste? Then or add tomato paste, mm -hmm. a little bit of tomato paste, mm -hmm. and then mix the whole thing together, mm -hmm. and then get lukewarm water, not cold water, because you want it to blend together. Mm -hmm. If you use ordinary cold water, it will split. Mm -hmm. But if you use lukewarm water to 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 to, to mix it, mm -hmm. then um then it, it will blend together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um mix it to a consistency of a, a, a almost a dropping consistency mm -hmm. not too thick not too, not too thin mm -hmm. then get your fold up your um uh, your wrapper which would be paper foil okay but traditionally Leaves. It would be leaves, right, right. Leaves. What kind of leaves? Would they be uh, banana leaves, corn? I don't remember. What um, uh, it, it, it all depends on what is available in various localities. Mm -hmm. But it would not. But, it, but they have special leaves. I just know that sometimes in Ghana, the leaves impart a certain flavor to the food that's really nice. Yes. But I know. I mean, contemporary That's in the right. states. Yes. In the states, people don't use leaves. They no, use, they use the, the before. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and then um, put put as much as just half of the of the uh, 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 fill it up halfway, mm -hmm. fold it all up, and then get your water in a pot. Let it start boiling. Mm -hmm. Get a lifter inside the pot a what uh, something to lift to lift uh -huh, uh -huh. to lift the uh, like uh, a the packages, steaming insert or something steaming insert. okay right and then arrange it there right and then um leave it for 30 to 50 minutes 
and you, you smell it cooking. Oh yeah, that, it's, it's a wonderful, and it, it sort of gets hard after it's been cooked and it yes. cools a little bit. That's it's, yeah, exactly. it's wonderful. I love that. Okay, I, well, we could talk all day about, uh, oh, and, and ripe plantains, mm. you know, uh, we call it red red, but you yes. call it, uh, I don't know, when you put it with bean stew, oh, wonderful food in Nigeria, but we don't have time for that right now. Um, and I know we have to wind this up pretty quickly. My last, um, my last question to you. Are you sure you don't want to sit here? No, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. My last question would be, um, okay, you've seen a career that spans decades. Um, you've seen changes, I'm sure, in the diet in Nigeria. You've seen changes in the, 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 how people prepare traditional foods, um, new foods. Um, you know, changes in cooking styles, techniques, like you said, now people would use a foil rather than maybe leaves, you know. What are some of the, the changes that you have seen, both good and bad, over the years in, in how people eat in Nigeria? Have to, yes, I have to see, make any comment at all. I must say that I have to mention about the The cater of people. The what? The cater. Uh huh. Whether you are of the high class or the lower class. Okay, so social class. The social class. Mm -hmm. It comes in about eating habits. Okay. The social class, the uh, um, the mediocres, the mediocres, the and class. the rich people, mm -hmm. they eat very well. Mm -hmm because they can afford. Mm -hmm. But those poor ones who could hardly afford three square meals a day, mm -hmm. they eat to fill up the tummy, mm -hmm. not for nutrition, okay. which is a very great pity. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so ha has there been more of a, a moving people into the upper and the lower classes or do, I mean, say 40 years ago, do you think there was as much variation in the social classes as there is today or? There is. There, is. there was even then as, as there is now. Yes. Okay. And, and, and for those who you say eat very well, now in Ghana there's mm -hmm. a problem with diabetes because the diet of the upper class tends to be too high in certain, certain you know, um, mm. salt and fat and things, and mm. people tend to overeat mm. where they couldn't maybe, traditionally yes. they couldn't overeat, mm. but now the middle classes mm. are, they're also picking up some Western habits of sweets and things like that. So, so do you think that the upper classes are eating a healthy and nutritious diet by and large, or do you think they're, they're like, uh, I know that the Surgeon General in Ghana is concerned about portion sizes, mm -hmm. that people eat, like they want to feel full, full. they want to feel satisfied, exactly. and so they eat maybe what in the would be like three or four servings of rice or yam. More of carbohydrates exactly. than protein. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly. what is happening So, so does that happen in Nigeria? With the lower class, yes. It does in the lower class. They just fill up on the cars, yes, yes. Uh, the Gary or whatever. Is that's it. Corn. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, so uh, are there other, um, I know in Ghana there's a concern about um, the amount of time it takes to cook meals traditionally, mm -hmm. that women who are now working in the labor force 
don't have as much time mm -hmm. to be pounding their fufu, to be mm -hmm. doing all of the very labor-intensive uh, things. And there's more in Ghana, for example, there's more labor-saving, uh, processed foods are coming in. Mm -hmm. I, I know, for example, the Maggie Cubes. Mm -hmm. People used to have to create their own stock, and now they'll throw a cube in yes. to make it faster. Yes. Or And this um, is causing a lot of ill health, you know, because of the salt, the salt content of the Maggie Cube, mm -hmm. of all these cubes that they they, 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 they use and substitute So you think there's a there's too much salt that's going to... But there's a lot of salt in the smoked fish too, isn't there? I mean, um, well, uh, uh, not not so much salt. Okay. No. If it's just dry, it wouldn't if be salted. Dried, it wouldn't be okay, salted. I guess in Ghana you salted fish as well. Uh, that's moving. Okay, let's continue where we were. Okay, well, we, I promised to only talk to you for 15 minutes. We probably talked about an hour. So um, I think uh, I had more questions, but we'll have to pick this interview up the next time you're passing through the U.S. and um, we can talk about special foods for special occasions. But I think just as we close, is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with? Any uh, last comments? You something you'd like to mention to them? Or is there anything you would like in particular? Oh, well, I just wondered. I um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of West African food. Oh, I know. I can have a question. I've always wondered the difference between Ghana's fufu and uh, Nigeria's pounded yam. Is it is that what you call iyun? What do you call yeah. um, I I had pounded yam when I was in Nigeria, and it seems softer than the uh, the Ghana one, where it's very very elastic. Elastic. Do you know what the difference is between the two of those? I don't know if you're familiar. I don't know if you're familiar yes. with. She will take it. She'll pick it. Um, the Ghana fufu, I don't know much about Ghana food, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I believe the Ghana fufu is made from, um, from cassava. Usually it's plantain, cassava, plantain, cassava or okoyam, and these are very strong um, fibroid, mm -hmm. uh, 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 strong um, fiber mm -hmm. that really requires a lot of water mm -hmm. when you're pounding it. Mm -hmm. Whereas in, 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 in Nigeria, the yam is easily, can easily be mm. uh, controlled mm. and it does not require as much water. Mm. That's, that's interesting. Well, I, I do know in the north of Ghana they make wonderful yam fufu, but I'll have to find out if the yams in the north of Ghana are the same type as the yams that are common in Nigeria. In Nigeria. Because, um, because it, it's, it's an interesting point, and I'll have to check into that. We and, have to. And find out to. more, because there's so many different kinds of yams, as you said. So. And besides, there are some parts of Ghana where when they, when they pound the yam, Mm -hmm. Just the normal yam. Mm -hmm. They would add the um, uh, cocoa yam. Mm -hmm. They would pound it along with the cocoa yam mm -hmm. to make it really strong. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So you okay. can never get the same texture okay, okay. from the two blended together and 
the single yam bondage yeah. okay. separately. Right. right, so maybe that has to do something with, with how they mix the different vegetables. Yes. vegetables. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This is really interesting. And I, um, if those of you who have never tasted Nigerian food, um, get an opportunity to try out a restaurant. Um, please take it up. I will say that one thing I, uh, you'll find is that probably there'll be more oil in the stews than mm -hmm. you're used to. And um, I know sometimes Americans go, oh no, all this oil. And yet, I, one of the things in Ghana is that oil is a sort of a, it's an honor. Absolutely. It's an honor. In, I mean, when somebody serves you a stew with a rich coating of oil yes, on yes. it, they're honoring you. Yes. They're giving you generous portions of something and it's very uh, sort of nurturing yes. and I think that's something that Westerners are not used mm -hmm. to um, mm -hmm. because we always hear oil and we think oh this is so unhealthy but I think it's just good to remember that um, there's a certain generosity in but in serving food and that that oil is seen as a, a, a very positive mm -hmm. gift to you. And People are now getting conscious actually not to use too much oil because of cholesterol. Right, I, and I think it will change, but I mean traditionally it's changing it has gradually yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah. changing gradually. Yeah. And um, I believe that uh, an average American loves to taste mm -hmm. and try various types of food from various countries. I think that's And they enjoy it. Yes. They enjoy eating it. Yes, I, th I think so too. I, I, um, I really so recommend it. That's one great thing about it. And we didn't even talk about peanuts either, did we? <laughs> I've got to go home and cook my granite stew, so <laughs> we're going to close right now. Thank you for joining us. I hope so we have a chance to talk with you again. I'm sure we will, we will have more opportunity.